everybody. Hello and welcome to the 33rd edition of the Two Black, Two Nerdy podcast. I'm your host, Chris. And I'm your host, Chris. And um, yeah, it's been a while since we had our last show. I think the last one we did was before the election. Um, yep. With the black vote. Um, yeah, Trump lost. Um, that's all we're going to say about that. No matter what he says, he, he lost. Um so today we're actually going to have a lighter episode. Um, there's been a lot of comic book stuff and nerd stuff that's happened over the past couple months, and I guess we just wanted to give our thoughts. And I think we first wanted to start with the Spider-Man Miles Morales video game for um, PlayStation Four, PlayStation Five. So, uh, Chris, you get a what, what? What are your thoughts? My man, Miles Morales. Even though, yeah, it's just strictly PS4 because ain't none of us getting a PS5 anytime soon. Thank you, Fox. Man, I've been trying, but it's it's impossible. Oh, yeah, it, because, you know, they sell out in like five seconds because you have the people that came over from the shoe game came over to get counsel so they can buy them and mark them up. But it's a different conversation. But uh, Miles Morales, um, it was a short game, I think. It took me around 10 hours to beat, I think, and Same. I'm uh, halfway through New Game Plus on it. Um, wasn't terribly difficult. Um, story was nice. It had heart there. Obviously, it didn't really have the level of depth that uh, the uh, main Spider-Man game had, but... Uh, you could still tell that there were some detail. T- there was a lot of detail to it, um, really fleshing out Miles' character more. Um, I liked pretty much all of the characters. I think they all uh, played their roles well. Um, we're going. Are we going full spoiler territory? Uh, we can go full spoiler. It's been out. I mean, yeah, the game's been out for what about a month now or so? Month, month and a half ish. Yeah. So yeah, so um, they 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 weren't really hiding who the villain was or the two villains, I guess, if you want to put it that way, um, between Finn and Simon Krieger. Simon Krieger, yeah, terrible businessman. If you read the comics, you know Roxanne is never a good corporation. Nope. Um, but Finn, you know, she was tinkering with the doorbell, and then pretty much as soon as you see her first time as the tinkerer. Her mask gets shorted out and you see her. It's just like, whoop. People are like, yeah, I ship Finn and Miles. And I was like, well. Like, if you wait two cutscenes later. Yeah, you're not going to be shipping it. But, yeah, I mean, I um, I enjoyed Finn's character for sure. You know, it was a nice day at the the personal you know they had you know the personal really they had they had a nice personal relationship and it was something that I don't know if we've really seen in other mediums you know so you're always kind of curious about where exactly it was going to go throughout the story mm-hmm. um I will say it was um I'm trying to think I, I I agree that it definitely was a little too short the game itself felt like it felt like extended DLC in some places. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also understand that, like, I'm assuming the reason they made this was so that they had something to tie people over before they do, like, Spider-Man 2, and you'll probably be Peter and Miles. Yeah, I, and I wonder how they're going to do that. 
um, because you know this is this obviously takes place after the last DLC in um, Spider-Man by probably a few weeks, if not a couple months. Um, and so, you know, Peter is out of town. He's, you know, with MJ in Sokovia, Marconia. Marco, somewhere, one of their made-up countries. Yeah, I think Markovia is D.C., so it, it's something. Um, it, wherever uh, uh, Silver Sable's from, her country. Um, and so, you know, having it focused solely on Miles and not having Peter there was nice. Um I think that it was, you know, they really hammered home that, like, okay, you know, Miles Morales is Harlem Spider-Man or in the comics Brooklyn Spider-Man, you know, he's the Spider-Man for the people. And by the people, I mean people of color. Pretty much. I did, um... Yeah, they, they definitely, like, hammer that home because, you know, there are characters that you would see, like, in the side missions and stuff. Then at the end of the game... They're there when Miles like almost dies, and I don't I don't know if they actually see his face exactly, but they know they know he's a kid of color for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you know you had the reporter coming and be like, "Did you see his face?" He's like, "Do you know who he is?" And he's like, "Yeah, he's our Spider Man." It's like, why would you try to out him like that? What's wrong with you? Yeah, um, J. Jonah, I did like, um, so like in the last game you have J. Jonah Jameson, he still hates Spider-Man, but you also have a, uh, I guess, the, I don't know, remember the girl's name, but she's like a podcaster, right? Mm-hmm. And she's like a fangirl, so you kind of get like the different perspectives, and at one point I think they even have a debate. Yeah, and what was weird on mine was... Is that every time, you know, Jonah or she would come in, it would cut off early, you know, and not because I was doing something where it would, like, I would just be swinging around or standing around and it would just cut off. And at that point, the only time you can rehear it is if you go in the menu and then you have to stay in the menu to listen to the whole thing. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. Yeah, yeah, you have to listen to it in the menu. Um... They had a nice, uh, so there, I, I like that, uh, much like Peter, Miles was able to, he had, like, hidden, like, um, I don't know what you want to call him, he, like, hid things around the city, relating to, mm-hmm. like, his childhood and stuff, and one of them, was it, uh, was it, what, what was it, like, a button from Wakanda, something like that? Uh, I think it was a flag. A flag, yeah, it was a flag of Wakanda, I like that shout out, and they had a, Shout out to Chadwick Boseman at the end. And there's also a street named after him in the game, I believe, as well. Yeah, I was not expecting that shout out in the credits. Uh, it was like it hit me in the heart a little bit. Um, the uh, All the um, Easter eggs that were in the, like, the buildings in the main Spider-Man game were in this one. So I found the Wakandan embassy and stood in front of it. I just wish they had a button where he could do the Wakanda forever, but it would have been nice if he was able to do it. Yeah, in one instance. But there's always next game. Um, I like that you could. Uh, I like the, the costumes. Um, he doesn't have as much of a selection as Peter did, but I did like the Spider Verse costume. Obviously, mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of fun hoodie stuff I noticed with him. 
Um, the cat suit is, uh, of course, great. Though I was disappointed you had to beat the game to get it, but I guess you can wear it in New Game Plus. Yeah, you can. Um, yeah, just off-rip, you can wear it from from the beginning. Um, my favorite was the Spider-Man Miles Morales 2099 suit. That was pretty good. Yeah, that was my favorite one. That's the one I used the most. Um, and have pretty much used during uh, Spider uh, through New Game Plus, just because the Spider-Cat one... Like, I want to see the finisher with Spider-Cat more, and I've only seen it, like, it's like one every four or five times, and I'm like, I don't use finishers enough to really do this, so. Did you see with the uh, the programmable matter suit, the one you get when you do all the, um, you do all the missions with Roxanne and the Underground? Mm-hmm. The finisher for that, he gets the, um, he gets the Iron Spider, uh... What do you call them? You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, the legs. The legs. Yeah, he gets them, but only in the finisher. I'm just like, you at least keep let me keep them for like 30 seconds like Peter did. But um, I'm trying to think of... I mean, one thing I definitely appreciated, I appreciated the music in the game. Even like when Miles swing, Even like when Miles swings, it's just a totally different vibe than what Peter had. You know, a lot of... Hip hop influence, especially. Um, what what was the term that guy used? Exaggerated swagger, swagger of a black teen. <laughs> I was so weird. So for those of you who don't know, what we're talking about there was an IGN review of the game where a guy's like describing like the feel of the game, and he says that the he says that Miles is full of the exaggerated swagger of a black teen, and it was like the way he said it, it was just like he's weird. Yeah, like, I don't know what you're trying to say there, and I'm not sure I like it. As the kids, um, as the kids today say, uh, feel sus. Yeah, mad sus. Mad sus. (laughs) Um, they also, they do a different, so Uncle Aaron is in this game, and they definitely... They definitely, I think, made an effort in this game to differentiate it from the Spider-Verse movie. Because in this mm-hmm. game, his dad is dead. His dad died in the first Spider-Man game. And um, Uncle Aaron, he's still a criminal, but he gets to live this time. And he has a change mm-hmm. of heart. And he gets and he makes uh, Miles a suit if you do his, uh, his side mission. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, it confused me at first, but then eventually I got the hang of it. And I actually thought it was kind of neat and creative. Yeah, that one's the only one I don't have because I didn't feel like going around and collecting those. You gotta follow the beats, Miles. You know what? <laughs> yeah, you're gonna follow the beats as I beat you up for trying to stop me from saving the city. And another that thing... That was actually one of my favorite fights. Another thing they're doing now, his mom also finds out he's Spider-Man, which, I mean, I don't know if this trend started with Spider-Man Homecoming. Because usually... The family doesn't know. I want to say, at least in the original Miles Morales run, one one of his parents found out. I think it was his dad because his dad was working with S.H.I.E.L.D. If I remember correctly. So, yeah, I think his dad found out and he's like, you cannot tell your mother. Which sounds like a black father thing to do. <laughs> and his mom's running for city council. 
which means she's going to be relevant in the next game because uh, Osborne is still the mayor. Yeah, definitely. I was also going to ask you too. Um, where do you think they're going to go with the excuse me with the next game? Clearly, they're doing a Venom thing, and they're going to do more of the Osborns. A lot of people think that um, Norman's going to be the Goblin, and Harry's going to be Venom. Well, see, after the first one, after the first end credit scene, I th- uh, at, at the end of Spider Man, I thought he was obviously going to be Venom because you saw the the black goo in this mid credit scene there was a less black goo and just the green liquid so i'm like okay so is he just going to be goblin then and um wasn't the other scientist in that cutscene? isn't that the lizard i think yeah kurt connor kurt connor's yep because they definitely i mean i i do think with these games they've done i mean some people were disappointed they didn't have bigger villains in this one but i think they're just holding on to them because yeah, like because i we haven't gotten venom cartage Goblin, any other goblins, Craven, um trying to think. Mysterio. Mysterio, yeah, Mysterio's a big one. Because really, um I mean you did have a run of the Sinister Six in in um the original Spider Man game, but you still didn't touch on a lot of Spider-Man's biggest villains in the game. Yeah, no, you definitely didn't. And also, opinion, do you want the the universe in this game to strictly stick with Spider-Man characters like they have been doing? Or would you want to see other Marvel characters show up? I would like to see other Marvel characters show up, even if you can't play as them. Like, you could do it. If you did it lightly where you just see, like, the Avengers Quinjet taking off every once in a while, you know, when you pass Avengers Tower and you're like, hey, wait, 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 or something like that, that would be funny. Or something that happened over Doctor Strange's house. But the fact that, especially in this game, there was one of the main fights you have with the underground and Finn takes right across the street from Avengers Tower and buildings are blowing up and they're not there, like... Come on, you're not even telling me like Hawkeye is home. Just be like, yeah. I got one. Luke Cage. Where is Luke Cage? Yeah, this is in Harlem. Like, I definitely, like, if you were going to do anyone, I definitely feel like Luke Cage. Honestly, you could do, uh, still to date, one of my favorite Black Panther arcs is the one where it's Black, well, I mean, Luke Cage was in like several issues, like 10 to 12. But you had Black Panther, Luke Cage, Blade, and Dr. Voodoo fighting Confederate vampires. <laughs> and, like, it was one of my favorite arcs. But you just had, like, you could just do that. You could have Luke Cage there. You could have Blade show up. And you, they don't have, have to be playable. Right. Just have them show up. Fight alongside them. Have some cool combos. I did, like, um, one of the missions, you got to team up with the Tinkerer. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Yeah. I I liked Finn's character a lot. I hope she's not dead. Well, you know you know the rule. If you don't see a body... I mean, sometimes even if you do see a body. And I will say, I did get sad when... Um, so towards the end of the game, for the final battle, you have a flashback about the first time that Miles and Finn go to the museum. And at mm-hmm. one part, you see Peter and Otto. 
Yeah. And you just just knowing what happens is just like, oh my god. And Peter mm-hmm. has to like uh, dip out, and Otto's got like an attitude, and it's just like this isn't going to end well. Yep. So, like I know where this is going. Because um, I thought that that relationship was one of the best ones from the first game. Mm-hmm. I actually met the uh, the guy to the voice for Peter. I met him at a con uh, over a year ago. Yuri. Yuri Lowenthal. Yeah. That guy's been a lot of stuff. He's You know he was Sasuke, the Naruto dub? Really? Yeah. He's been, he's oh been God, in the voice acting it. game for a long time. I can hear it now. Yeah. If you go listen to Sasuke and then listen to... Just think of uh, Peter going, Sharingan. <laughs> or or uh, Firestyle, Fireball Jutsu. Yeah. Yeah, I can hear it now. Um, but yeah, Finn, Finn, quote unquote, sacrifices herself by taking... A soon to be exploding miles from all his venom energy that he absorbed from new form uh, up into the air in a very superhero style like flight um, like in that where it pauses when they're up in the air right before the explosion she honestly looks like Miss Marvel or Captain Marvel yeah she did Also, oh. I know you sent me this meme, but uh, were you were you know Team Haley or Team Finn? Oh no, I'm Team Haley. Haley just seems nice. She gets she gets uh, Miles that nice scarf costume. Yeah. Which some people said was one of the worst costumes in the game, but I actually like to use it sometimes. I was like, that's one of the worst costumes in the game, not the one that Peter gave him. <clears throat> I also I don't know if that was a fake out, but it was like. The suit that Peter leaves Miles is so bad. Like it's easily the worst suit in the game because it looks like an it looks like an oversized like Party City costume. It looks like the homecoming uh, or the the out well the outfit he fought at Vulture in at the end in Homecoming. Yeah, and it's like because they have other like prototype suits that, in my opinion, look better. Hmm. But uh, yeah, no, that one, that one was real. Like, I like the first costume he had, where he just had the mask and he had the winter coat. Yeah, I like that one better than the one Peter leaves off. Cause at first I thought he was gonna leave Peter the black suit, and I was like, ew. But then he, <laughs> uh, but he ends up. But I did like that he makes the black suit in his own with Genki. Mm-hmm. They collaborate on it. That's another thing. Uh, Genki's a big part of this game as well. His roommate, his best friend. Yep. He makes an app for Spider-Man so he can get requests, which kind of makes sense, but I also feel like it would be really easy. I feel like that app would definitely be taken down mm-hmm. because of supporting uh, vigilante work. Like, it would have to be on the deep web, I feel. Yeah, because the other thing is the cops are sort of, like, tolerant of Spider-Man, but they don't really like him. Yeah, no. Like it's funny when after when you complete a mission, the cops show up. They'll be like, "All right, leave it to us, Spider Man. Like, get out of here." Be like, you've done enough damage. I did like um, the Venom powers were cool. I actually liked them better than a lot of Peter's gadgets in the first one, just because like in a way, giving you less options, it was easier to like um, like make decisions during a fight. I mean, even with like Peter's things, I only use like three of them exactly uh the electric web generally because it was funny 
Um, I used uh, the drones and one other one I just can't think of at the moment. I like, so, yeah. Because even in this one, like, I still didn't really use gravity wells. I used no. the hollow drones. The, um, yeah, I I did, um, and I, I like the electricity, um, the one where you can set a trap, the remote mine. Yeah, that I definitely, a good one. I like to use that. Um, I will say, I, I kept forgetting about the invisibility. Like, during the stealth missions and, like, the ones, like, you have to do for Peter, mm -hmm. the training, I would lose and I would forget, like, oh, yeah, I could just turn invisible. Well, the thing was... I didn't. I had to look up how you turn invisible because after you get it, they don't tell you how to do it. Yeah, and also up button on the direction yeah, on the so D pad. I, I, I googled it because I was like, I definitely want to uh, use this. I like using the uh, the electric like trip miner, whatever you call it, in combat. Like they just shoot it at somebody and then watch them walk into three people, then explode it. I used it on a guy, and he ended up falling into the water, and I was like, man, he's dead. Like, yikes. But, um, do you have any closing thoughts on Spider-Man before we move on to the mountain of, uh, do we want to start with HBO stuff? Uh, or Disney? Yeah, that's less than Disney. Yeah, alright, so, um, HBO just announced that all their movies excuse me, are going to be on HBO Max in 2021. I guess uh, Wonder Woman 2 comes out on Christmas, and that's kind of the beginning of that. Yep. So, I mean, this has a lot of implications that, you know, people have been talking about. I mean, number one, it is nice that the slate of films will be accessible from home because this COVID thing ain't going away for a while. That vaccine is going to take a while to come out. People don't want to take it. It's, you know, it's obviously a mess, right? And then... You know, the, but the bigger implication is that, like, in-person theaters, um, people are worried that they're not going to be able to recover. Because once people get used to being able to watch movies at home, you know, will they still go out to the theaters? Should, you know, we be able to go into movie theaters, you know, safely again? Mm -hmm. um, so... Did you, Chris, did you have any thoughts? I mean, you could talk about any of the movies you're excited about or just the implications about the film industry in general. Pretty sure AMC stock, like, plummeted after that announcement. Yep. Uh, you know, in movie theaters, really, I only went to the movies to go see really blockbuster films. So, um, really, let's see, for... for 2019 going into 2020 before things shut down i saw Endgame in theaters twice i saw the rise of skywalker once um i saw captain marvel i saw sonic the hedgehog and off the top of my head that's all i can think of i'm gonna be really embarrassed if sonic the hedgehog the last movie i ever see in theory in theaters Yep, same. Oh, no, I also saw uh, My Hero Academia, the second one. But yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog was the last one I saw in theaters, too. But a time to be alive. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, I mean, this was eventually where it was going to go. Um, 
I think that movie theaters really needed to adapt more. And you start slowly started to see that when they started to try do concerts or uh, like opera uh, performances like every once in a while in theaters. At least AMC did. I don't know about other theaters. Um, but um, the name of the game is Adapt or Die, and I don't know if they can actually adapt in in this situation now. If they were smart, um, places like AMC, like some of the AMCs and Imagines, you know, up here in Michigan, they have humongous parking lots. And you could have easily done um, a couple shows uh, during the weeknights uh, for different movies and had people, um, you know, invest in the like FM transmitters, have people rent them or have people bring their own. You know, they pay, you give them the frequency. Uh, You could have still did concessions. And, you know, like you could have had you could have. Ease the 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 loss of revenue that you're definitely experiencing now. Yeah. Um, you know, you brought up before we got on here about you know whether Disney will bring uh, like have their own chain of studios uh, or movie theaters. I'm like, that's one way to do it. But honestly, you know, I think really the really only good experiences you have in a theater with other people is you know like midnight or early shows of those blockbuster movies um seeing yeah those early shows of things like anime movies that get released where you get big fans uh the marvel movies too were always really hype i mean everybody i i'll never forget being in the theater when captain america picked up thor's hammer and endgame yep yeah, I mean, one of my earliest move memories from a movie theater, the earliest one is Pokemon 2000. But one of the other early ones is my first midnight showing ever was Attack of the Clones. And when um, Yoda came in, people went nuts. And when he pulled out a lightsaber, people went absolutely crazy. And I, I, if, I if I think one moment in theaters tops Captain America getting... Thor getting Yolnir. It's Yona pulling out the lightsaber. Yeah. No, I um, I I, mo- I mean, I, yeah, I agree with you. Um, it the name of the game really is adaption, and um, I mean, just coming out of this COVID thing, I can just tell we're going to be a different era. Going to be in a different era. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to see. I'm curious to see, like, what happens, you know, but people were joking that, like, Warner Brothers is going to have their own chain of theaters, and Disney's going to have their own chain of theaters, and they're just going to play their stuff, you know. We'll have to see what happens moving forward. I am excited for Wonder Woman 2. Um, It's been a while since we've had a new superhero movie, period. Mm -hmm. I think the last one I saw in theaters was uh, Birds of Prey. Yeah, yeah. Same here. Um, are they are Warner Brothers? Are they doing Godzilla versus Kong? Is that them? Yep, Godzilla versus Kong. So next year, I have the list pulled up. So some of the big names that uh, you're gonna get: Tom and Jerry movie in March, Godzilla versus Kong in May, 
uh, In the Heights, which I mean, if you're a theater nerd, you, you I I care about. Um, Space Jam Two comes out in July. Suicide Squad comes out in August. Dune is October. Uh, Matrix Four is December. And then a couple other movies that haven't been the dates haven't been announced are Judas and the Black Messiah and Mortal Kombat, which I didn't even know another Mortal Kombat movie. Was I happening. you know didn't know that either. Uh, the new game's pretty fun, by the way. But yeah, um, I know I know a guy was really excited for Dune, um, Matrix. I mean, a lot of those seem like solid contenders for stuff. I'm sure. I mean. HB, HBO Max is not a bad app, I will say. There's definitely a lot of quality content on there. I may uh, lose my black card, but um, I watched Insecure for the first time this year. And I Mar- still haven't watched it. Marathon. It's actually a pretty good show. Like I was Yeah, like, that's what I heard. I just haven't watched it yet. It kind of reminded me of the modern version of... Uh, you ever watch anything like Girlfriends, anything like that? Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a, it's a successor to that kind of show. But off topic, um, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, what's what movie are you most excited for out of that lineup? Would you say? Uh, I would probably say, um, Godzilla versus Kong. Um. Yeah, as a movie, probably Godzilla versus Kong. Um, then probably, well, I won't do the ones that haven't been like the dates haven't been announced. So I would say God, Godzilla versus Kong. Uh, then In the Heights. Then Suicide Squad. Okay. Yeah, I think Godzilla versus Kong is probably my number one. <coughs> Excuse me, as well. Um. Did we want to move on to like the Disney announcements? You can take yeah. you can take Star Wars if you want, and then um, I'll take Marvel. So, Chris, what we got? What we got lined up for Star Wars? Oh, so much! Oh, oh man, so much! Disney um, really they really put down the hammer this week. Before before I get into Star Wars, I'm going to make a quick note uh, for something else in Lucasfilms, which is uh, Indiana Jones. Five, mm-hmm. starring Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones, still, and I'm just like, that man. Let them let the man okay. retire. I'm like, okay, all right, all right, <laughs> whatever. Just as long as it's better than four. Well, that's the uh, one with Shia. It's, it's better than four. I don't think Shia's in it. Shia is being very problematic right now, so I don't think he's doing much of anything anymore. Awkward. Uh, speaking of problematic, we're getting an Ahsoka show starring Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka Tano, Which, reprising her role from The Mandalorian. Um, who Ooh. could have seen that coming? Yeah, and people aren't happy about it. Why well, is there? So what did what did Rosario Dawson do? Because I've always liked so, Rosario Dawson as a person. Uh, so allegedly, uh, she's being accused of um, using transphobic slurs and assaulting um, transgender man, I believe. Uh, that's, yeah. If that's true, that's really disappointing. 
Right. For several reasons. Um, but it had something to do with a hotel, too. Um, let's see if I can pull up the... Uh... Shout out to Cory Booker. Oh, uh, yeah. I forget, I forget they're still dating. Yeah. Okay, so here it is. I, I found the article. So Rosario Dawson and her family are being sued over an alleged transphobic assault. Um, a transgender man named Derek, no, Dedrick Finley um, is suing, making civil rights suit, seeking damages over a battery assault, emotional distress, and several other allegations. Um he said he moved to from New York to Los Angeles to work as a handyman for the Dawson family and renovate and remodel her personal residence. Um, and they said he uh, the article says Finley uh, told the family that he used he him pronouns said he was transgender and that the family misgendered him multiple times each day. And Rosario Dawson acted with deliberate indifference and did nothing to correct the situation. And when he would complain, Rosario would respond and say, you're a grown woman, despite the fact that he had came out as transgender. Yeah, that's, that's really unfortunate. Um, yeah, I just... It just sound. I mean, I guess with celebrities, you never know who they really are. I mean, but Rosario Dawson always, at least her brand was always relatively progressive. So it's disappointing yeah. that she would do that. I mean, yeah, I got, that's, that's the best I can say, you know. We'll have to see what happens. I doubt, I mean, they're going to keep her on that show. I mean, people are lobbying for her to be Ahsoka for so long, and they actually did it. I, I don't see... A world where they take Rosario Dawson off that show. No. And, you know, and, and, and unfortunately with scandals like this, I mean, the internet's memory is very, uh, very short. And, I mean, who hasn't had a redemption arc at this point? Yeah, so, you know, and it's... So, look, it also came out uh, last year, so I'm actually very surprised that uh, it's about a year old, so I'm actually kind of surprised that nothing has really progressed um, in the with the lawsuit in and of itself. Um, I mean, she's denied it, um, and she's come out and made a statement. But now my laptop is freezing, so I can't really see what that is. Um, but yeah, so uh, along with an Ahsoka show. Uh, we have Rangers of the New Republic, which will star Gina Carano, who plays, um, can't even remember her name, on The Mandalorian. Um, but she was the former uh, um, former drop ship soldier from uh, For the Rebellion that starred in The Mandalorian. We have an Andor show focusing on Cassian Andor who was in Rogue One. Uh, we have Rogue Squadron, which is being helmed by Patty Jenkins, the director of Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman 1984. There will be a Disney Plus droid series called A Droid Story. Uh, another animated show, The Bad Batch, focusing on uh, 
group of clones that were introduced in season seven of Clone Wars, a series called The Acolyte, which is supposed to take place in the High Republic or uh, the Old Republic, as some other people would know it better. And it's described as a mystery thriller talking about the emerging dark side. Um, We're getting a Lando show. Uh, We're getting a series of Star Wars shorts that will be in an anime style called visions and what i'm most excited for we are get, oh wait no there's one other thing before i get to that taika waititi is getting a uh disney or not a disney a star wars movie did you see what he said um, on instagram yeah that was funny uh he was just like oh man i can't wait to see how i ruin it I know you didn't like Ragnarok, but uh, Jojo Rabbit, which he directed, I thought was actually really good. I mean, I think he's done a fantastic job for what he's done with in The Mandalorian because he's directed a few episodes there. Um, so, you know, like, uh, I, I'm not opposed to it. I was just like, haha, this guy, he gets it. He gets the, the fan base that, unfortunately, is very vocal. Um but last but not least, we are finally getting the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. It's taking place 10 years after Revenge of the Sith. <coughs> and Hayden Christensen is coming back as Darth Vader. And Ewan McGregor is coming back as Obi-Wan Kenobi. What a time to be alive. Oh, yes. And it looks like, uh, I mean, I think Star Wars, I mean, I think... After what happened with the sequels, I think they're just going to avoid that entirely and just try to get more stories out of the stuff that people liked. Well, see, my thing is, so I have uh, no, I have, there's no doubt in my mind that Patty Jenkins isn't going to do a, fa- a fantastic job with Rogue, Squad- Rogue Squadron. I just think you're doing so much focusing on the original trilogy when you could... And, you know, uh, you've done a lot with the prequel trilogy with Clone Wars um, and Rebels that you can, like, granted, I know you want to stay away from the sequel trilogy because that is very um, controversial, but you could go back and do more in the High Republic or the Old Republic uh, timeline because then you have a... Like, at that time, you had a litany of Sith. You had a litany of Jedi. There were legions of them. You had several Sith Wars, Jedi War, Sith-Jedi War. You know, there is a lot there that you can just build out. And you're starting with that, but you're focusing a lot on timeline that's already established. Yeah. But all these announcements were essentially, sorry about the sequel trilogy. Yeah, um, Peter, people are still mad about Rise of Skywalker. I'm still mad about it. <laughs> um, Ray is I'm still like, mad about the last I don't Jedi. know who got more hate, Ray or or um, Brie Larson as Captain Marvel. Like, um, <clears throat> You mentioned those characters online, and they're just immediately just hated. So, um, so Brie Larson only started getting hate after she made her comments, which I think her comments were perfectly justified. Um, and I, you know, you, you made Neckbeards mad. Really Ooh. getting, yeah, really getting the incels upset for sure. Um, they called Ray and Mary Sue from the very beginning and they harassed Daisy Ridley so much. She was just like, screw social media. 
Um, same thing with Kelly Marie Tran, which is why I'm really happy she got Raya in The Last Dragon. Um, but I think there was a different vitriol of um, from the Star Wars fans because it's just like, okay, it's one thing to hate on Brie Larson because she didn't like what she said because she actually said that. Daisy Ridley is just an was just an actor. She didn't write. She didn't do anything. Yeah, no, she was just, she was a kid who probably in her mind got the luckiest brick ever. Yeah. To lead in a Star Wars film. What she was like, how she was young in that first movie, right? She's like a year or two older than us. So she was 20, like 21, 22 when she got cast. Yeah. I mean, you're a kid. I mean, I'm 26, like 21 getting cast or something like that. You're a kid. Yeah. Like, there's a vast difference in between 21 and 25. Like, you... Well, like 26, half. but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so it's just like she didn't she didn't deserve any of that. Um, and, you know, I actually found someone that was just like, The Last Jedi is the best movie of the tr- sequel trilogy. And I was like, wow, that's a real hot take. Some They're people like, actually do love that movie. I, I I don't have a problem with people loving it because... Like I had a love hate with that relationship with that movie until it just turned to ire. Um, but the the thing is, the biggest problem with the Last Jedi is if it was number seven, it would have been a lot better than it being number eight. You are the bridge getting us to the conclusion, so you can do some on ramps and off ramps, but you're not supposed to like detonate what comes <laughs> before, and that's essentially what the movie did. Yeah, and, just, and then and then Rise of Skywalker tried to fix it and didn't do a good job. It it, it really couldn't. Palpatine, she's a Palpatine. <sighs> oh no! Remember no, the Ray I, Kylo I told, the Ray Kylo kiss? Oof. In the novel, it says it's a kiss of gratitude. Now I've been on this earth for twenty six years, and I have a lot of women friends. But I don't think I have ever been kissed on the lips as a kiss of gratitude. No, it, a kiss of gratitude would be a kiss on the cheek. Right. That's you know, that's what that is. Now, the only kiss of gratitudes that we've seen be romantic are like, yeah, ones in movies. But then, like, then it's like, yeah, it's a kiss of gratitude, but it's a romantic kiss. There's not like, oh, thanks for saving my life. Kiss. All right. Peace out, my guy. Um, that, that's not a thing. Um, as far as I know, but I could be wrong. Um, yeah, I told my brother, I was like, we have to fin- we have to watch the, the sequel trilogy. We do a trilogy, uh, uh, time every year. And I was like, it, this, it's, it's this turn. We have to do it. He's like, no, I don't want to. I was like, we have to, because the rise of Skywalker is the only outside of solo, which we don't count. It's the only star Wars episode episodic movie that we have not seen multiple times in theaters or just multiple times in general <laughs> i mean people didn't really either unfortunately yeah no um, but um i didn't mean to take us off with the star wars talk but um did you have uh did you have other comments about the star wars shows at all um and or i wish they hadn't killed them in rogue one just because it's like, all right, yeah, this leads to Rogue One, but we ultimately know what happens. Um, and it, it's an interesting dynamic because he showed that the Rebellion 
while they were ultimately the good guys, they were they still had to do get down and dirty and do things, assassinations, um, you know, and other things like that where they had to do good bad things for good reasons in that show that it wasn't just as simple as it being black and white, you know, the rebellion is good and the you know, Empire is evil, like they both did you know, the Empire did some altruistic things, but it also was very corrupt and it was a dictatorship while the rebellion, you know, while they wanted freedom and quote unquote democracy, they were still, they still didn't have clean hands. So that's going to be, and I mean, it's a, and it was a war. So unfortunately that's usually what ends up happening. All war is a crime. Uh, Um, and uh, uh-huh. just shout out to The Mandalorian uh, season two. It's been a lot of fun so, so far. Um, oh. It was pretty much, I mean, we've had a lot, we've had a couple really cool characters from the franchise come back. I mean, Ahsoka, I think we already talked about, but others as well. So um, if yeah. you haven't checked it out, I mean, The Mandalorian really was keeping, it's really been keeping Disney Plus alive until mm-hmm. Marvel stuff comes out. I think Wanda, we'll, we'll get into it, but. um. Yeah, Mandalorian season two has been good. Baby Yoda is always great. Gro, hey, hey, wait, no, I, I, I won't, I won't say. Oh, oh, you said bad. I was supposed to say I wasn't saying, it, but it, it doesn't matter. It's seven episodes in. They said it like three weeks ago. If you haven't seen it already, his mama named him Grogu. I'm gonna call him Grogu. Or actually, I don't know if he has a mom. I, I mean, I don't even know if Yaddle is canon anymore. She was until Disney bought it, so I don't know if she still is. But as far as we know, there have been three Yoda species. Species. Yoda, Yaddle, Grogu. Maybe and, Yoda got busy. Who knows? And Grogu is like 50 years old, which I think is hilarious. Yep. So they must age really, really slow then. Mm-hmm. So how old was Yoda? Because Yoda looked old. Yoda, when he died, was either just shy of 900 or just above it. That makes sense. According to the internet, he was... Okay, yeah, that's not helping me. According to the internet, he was exactly 900 years old. Yeah. Makes sense. I believe it. I mean, when when is the internet ever wrong, Chris? Oh yeah. Um. All right. So, do we want to move on to the Marvel slate? Yes. The other, you know, they, with the Star Wars slate, they put their foot on people's necks. With the Marvel slate, they broke it. Yeah. So let me uh, let me just look up the Marvel the slate of movie uh, the slate of Marvel content they have for Phase Four. Some of this. Um, some we know about, and some was newly announced this week. Let me... So many things. I don't know how I'm going to be, wa- going to be able to watch all of this. Um, we probably won't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, alright, alright. Don't guys, don't ever go on comicbook.com, okay? There's so many ads that the pages don't want to load. (laughs) 
You know what? I got it. I got it on my phone. <clears throat> All right. So, as far as the newly announced stuff, we have Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania, Captain Marvel 2. Um, uh, Marvel What If show, well, the, actually, no, this is everything, I think. Uh, there's a Marvel What If, what if show, WandaVision show, Ironheart show, The Eternals, the movie, Black Panther 2, Thor 4, Love and Thunder, Falcon and the Winter Soldier show, Moon Knight show, Armor Wars, which is, uh, starring Rhodey, I believe, uh, I Am Groot, which I think is a series of Groot shorts, possibly, She-Hulk, Blade, Black Widow, um, Hawkeye is a show, the Marvelous Ms. Marvel is um, getting a show as Kamala Khan. The Gardens of the Galaxy Holiday Special. Um, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings is a movie. And then finally, The Loki Show. So, um, I believe that is almost, I think, 20 different things. Yep. All together, and this is all supposed to come out probably, I'm assuming, within the next three years, I think. Yep. So, um, yeah, I mean, Marvel put down the hammer on a lot of stuff. Um, uh, some of this we didn't know about already, like things like Shang-Chi and Doctor Strange. Um, but And we also got trailers for... I mean, we, we've been getting some stuff from WandaVision, but we got a full trailer from WandaVision, and Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and Loki. I will say right now, I might actually be the most excited for Loki. And the What If series. And the What If series. Which, um, the What If series is going to have uh, Chadwick Boseman's uh, final performance as T'Challa. I believe the What If is what if um, T'Challa was kidnapped and became was kidnapped by aliens instead of Star-Lord. Mm-hmm. So that'll be... Um, that looks like a lot of fun. Um, the Loki show, I'm actually pretty excited about. So I believe Loki ends up getting kidnapped by... I think it's an organization that monitors... They're like the timeline police, right? Yeah. They're, they're like... The um, they're almost like the time... Uh, what were they in Legends of Tomorrow? Time Masters. Time Masters. One of the two. So I'm excited to see... Uh, I mean, I always like Loki. I'm excited to see him like out of his element. I'm sure he's going to be in a situation where... You know, he's, you know, captured and he's out of his element and he has to sort of figure things out and then eventually betray everyone and end up on top because that's what Loki does. Um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I mean, I like the Winter Soldier movie. If it's anything like that, I'm pretty excited. Um, it looks like it's going to ha- it's going to feature, you know, Anthony Mackie's Falcon on the journey to becoming the new Captain America. He probably mm-hmm. won't be Cap until the end is what it looks like. Um, so we'll have to see what happens there. WandaVision, don't really have an opinion on it. It looks weird. Um, I'm assuming a lot of it's going to be set up for the Doctor Strange movie. I'm curious to see if she'll be the villain. Because if you know anything about the Scarlet Witch from the comics, she's crazy. She's warped reality and done all sorts of stuff. So it looks like they're playing into that, you know, the whole show. I'm imagining it's probably going to be a fantasy that Wanda ends up creating. Mm-hmm. And um, in the trailer, they had the, um, I forget, I don't know if they're FBI or CIA, but the FBI agents that were um, watching Ant-Man and Ant-Man and the Wasp, which I've just rewatched that movie, are in it. 
So they might be sent to uh, monitor Wanda or maybe take out Wanda if her powers are getting out of control. So I'm curious to see um, what they're doing with that movie as well. Uh, I think she'll... Um, I don't know if she'll be the villain in Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Menace. I think she'll be like a villain or like a manipulated party um, because what's his face? I think Nightmare is the villain. I think. You think so? I think. I think they announced that. Hold on. And uh, Mordo is also in it too as a villain this time. Yes. Uh, They back. Yeah, it is nightmare. Um, they said it won't be a horror movie though, and I was just like, they're like, it'll be scary and thrilling. So I'm like, so a horror movie? No, it's not a horror movie. So, okay. Um. Some other interesting. I'm trying to think of. Well, Fantastic Four is big, right? Because they just got that franchise back. I'm a little, I'm worried because the Spider-Man Homecoming guy is directing it. I really hope they don't. <laughs> I don't know if I want the Fantastic Four to be teenagers. Yeah. No, give me John Krasinski and uh, Emily Blunt. But um, no X-Men stuff yet. They're really, they're really holding that back. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to see which ones. Um, She-Hulk is uh, going to have... Mark Ruffalo is going to be in it. So they're finally doing more Hulk stuff. Um, Iron Man Armor Wars... Is, I mean, well, Armor Wars is going to be pretty much be a roadie show. I guess Iron Man's technology has gotten in the wrong hands and he's got to step up. Um, and then Iron Heart is also a separate show with Riri Williams, which... Um, them races gonna be mad. I think Ironheart should come out before Armor Wars, and uh, Riri should be in Armor Wars as well. I would, yeah, I would agree with that. Um, Ms. Marvel, Kamala Khan. A lot of people are, of course, really excited about that character, and also really mad about who they cast. Yeah, what was the controversy about that? Was it um, was it skin color? No. Um. Well, at least. As far as I know, um, one of her friends that got casted is as um, it. Wow, I've lost my train of thought. Um, yeah, so the actress that they cast um, was that she, the person playing Kamala Khan. Uh, What's her name? Iman Vellani. She's a Muslim actress of Pakistani descent. Um, but the uh, actress playing her mother and playing her friend um, are not Muslim. The uh, person playing her mother is a non-Muslim Indian. Mm. And Okay, I uh, see why. And then her, the person playing her friend, is a half, 
half Caucasian Christian playing a woman, a Turkish hijabi Muslim. And it got to the point where like the Twitter main, like the, the Twitter, not the Twitter official Twitter account, but like, you know how like there's like arrow news and flash news and like something like that. The Miss Marvel news one said they were no longer uh, being affiliated with, with the show in any way because of problematic media representation, I think is the terminology. I mean, I get it. You know, if you have a show, I mean, you rarely have shows that feature Muslims, you know, a Muslim family in a lot of respects. And this show is an opportunity. So it makes sense that you'd want to cast Muslims to be in it. So I can understand if they're just going like, oh, well, she's Indian, you know, it's good enough. They're all brown, right? Like, yeah, I people are going to be pissed. I don't understand. I, to this day, don't understand how corporations with Disney, like Disney with all their money, all their resources, like still struggle to be like, oh, well, you know, there's only so many Muslim actors out there. So, um... That's disappointing. We'll have to see what the show actually turns out to be. Um, also, Black Widow, they're not going to put on Disney+. Plus. They, they, they're they adamant about putting it in theaters. It's coming out. They, ha- they have it scheduled for May now. Um, good luck. Uh, people ain't taking that vaccine. Not for a while. Well, I don't even think that it's not about can't. It's like it won't, <laughs> won't be able to. And I mean, all I'm going to say is I would not put my life on the line for Black Widow. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> like, um, I'm like, because I'm like, I get why, because they're probably, they're going to make more money with it in theaters. But it's like, you put it out in theaters, people are just going to pirate it. Like, girl, it's Black Widow. I'm sorry. You're 10 years too late on that movie. They really should have done her movie either after Iron Man 2, like the Honest Trailer, um, the Honest Trailer's uh, joke made, or after Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. I think it would have been a good chance to do a Black Widow movie. When people cared. After Ultron, I, people, I think people just turned on Black Widow. Yep. I think that's when it, uh, when it happened. So, um, yeah, um, good luck. Hawkeye show, they've had some screenshots. Uh, Kate Bishop. Yay. 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 Yeah, Haley Steinfeld. Um, I don't really know what's up with the Eternals. Um, oh, I think they announced that. I mean, this is a, a given, but I think at least Peter Quill is going to be in the Thor movie. That movie, I'm just, I, I'm curious to see what they're going to do. Because, like, they brought back Natalie Portman as Jane Foster, and she's going to be Thor. You're still going to have some of the newer Ragnarok characters in it, like um, Valkyrie and Korg, it looks like. And it looks like we may have some of the Guardians as well, which after Endgame, it makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, And Christian Bale is playing Gore. Oh, yeah. I wonder what diet diet he's going to be on for that character. I mean, that's the thing. Well, that's one of the things. But because, well, Gore, at least as far as I, I've seen him, has a rather normal build. But it comes down to, okay, like, are they going to do CGI for his character or prosthetics? Because I'm a little worried about either or for Marvel. But also with Gore, it's like 
you can't really do something lighthearted and fun with gore. Like, he's called the Butcher of the Gods for a reason. Or the God Butcher for a reason. We think Thor, we think, uh, Thor's dying. Uh... If they're giving it to Jane, you think they're going to kill off Thor? Hemsworth Thor in this movie? I don't think so. Okay. Interesting. Oh, also, see, so I don't know how they're doing it, but we're getting a Secret Invasion show. Nick Fury and um, the the Telos from Captain Marvel is going to be in it. So I thought the squirrels were good, you know, considering how Captain Marvel went and the cameo they had in uh, Far From Home. So mm-hmm. if they're doing a secret invasion show, is that a setup for the next big crossover then, do you think? I, I possibly. I think one of the things we, we talked about uh, after Captain Marvel was, like, unless this section of scrolls were just a, uh, like, a refugee bunch that really didn't want to have anything to do with the war, and both the Kree and the scrolls were both bad guys in their own respects, and that's what we're going to get then that's one thing. Um, you know, I wouldn't have been too pressed if they did, like, an actual, like, scroll Cree war on Earth and the Avengers got to fight both. That would be cool. Yeah. Um... Also, with all of these, uh, with all these superheroes, with all these new younger, they're you know they're really trying to trying hard to bring in the new younger heroes. You think we're going to get Young Avengers? I hope not. Because <laughs> it's looking like I mean you got Kate Bishop, um, Kamala Khan, Ironheart. You could probably throw She Hulk in there, um, and um, Shuri. The uh, Shuri and. Um, there, I mean, Ant-Man 3 was just announced, and Scott's daughter, I believe, has powers in the comics, and she's older now, because she wasn't snapped, so she could also be there. Yeah, if but they are they going to give her powers, or is she going to be just, uh, uh, is she going to be tech-based too, which I'm fine either way. So, um, that's my prediction at some point, that they're probably going to do a version of Young Avengers. Or you could, you could call them New Avengers as well, I guess. I think technically the New Avengers are like further down the line, but it is what it is. I don't think anybody or, cares. Uh, what, what was Hawkeye's team? Was it West Coast? Oh, yeah, the West Coast So Avengers. weird. I don't know why that was ever a name. <laughs> um, did you have any... Oh, another thing... We- yeah, we have one more thing to talk about. Black Panther, right? Yep. They officially said that they're they're not recast. They, the, their words are they're not going to recast um, Chadwick Boseman's uh, T'Challa, and they the future the sequel will explore other characters introduced within the first film. So a lot of people think that um, they're probably going to give the Panther mantle to Shuri, but a lot of people forgetting Mbaku's still there as well. Um. Some people want them to bring back Killmonger, and I'm like, if they bring him back, he's not going to be the Panther. Sorry. Um, so, I mean, Chris, you want to give your thoughts? Because I have mine, but you can go I don't first. like it. Why do like you think? It. So you think So you think they should have just recast? Yeah, because, you know, 
as a staple of a hero as Black Panther is to the black community now and what he was before as the first black superhero in the big two, you just have um, um, an opportunity where, okay, now the rest of T'Challa's story is not going to get told. Um, so yes, you have Shuri following this up, which was always the natural progression, but you've, you've rushed that along and so now you're not recasting T'Challa. So now he's pretty much out of the universe. He's no longer there. Like he might be there, but he's no longer there. Um, so you miss out on all the storylines that could have came from that. Because if you recast him, like we've said on here before, you could have had Shuri be the main one in the Black Panther movies. And then uh, T'Challa show up at in the Avengers movies or vice versa. Um, you've really limited yourself in terms of what you're going to do. Because, yeah, no one was really going to be happy with a recast, but... John David Washington. Yeah, like, yeah. what are you really going to... I, I think you've really, you know, <sighs> limited yourself in what you can do. And I don't think you... Uh, it's, it's one way to honor Chadwick Boseman, but it's also not... I get it. It's hard. I, I mean, they were stuck between a rock and a hard place. And I can understand them going, if they recast, no matter who they picked, people would have complained. Yeah. And I think in their minds, they were like, well, the other characters did pop in the first movie. Maybe we can do something with them. You know? So I get that perspective. But I do agree that not having T'Challa in the universe, which, I mean, I, you know, before... He was set up to be one of the new, like, leading Avengers, pretty much, right? Him, mm -hmm. Doctor Strange, Captain Marvel, Spider-Man, you know, were kind of set up to be a part of the the new generation post-Endgame. And, you know, you lose T'Challa, which, I mean, it wasn't their fault that Chadwick Boseman passed away, right? It's just that you do lose out on a lot of, just a lot of potential stories, you know? And, I mean... Who knows how long the MCU is going to go, but, you know, if they, you know, with them not recast T'Challa, you're not going to have T'Challa stories for, I would guess, probably at least 15, 20 years. I mean, the, yeah. the MCU in its current form would have to end and they'd have to do a reboot. And mm -hmm. with the way things are going, I almost, I think they're going to keep cranking out stuff until people just stop watching these movies and people cancel their Disney Plus subscriptions. Which, yeah. um, which personally, I don't know. I'm sure at some day, I, I'm sure at some point, I mean, we are, we are ready. We're kind of hitting the point of superhero oversaturation, in my opinion. But what was interesting is that with the whole COVID thing, we've had a drought of content. And I think that's almost reignited people's interest in these franchises mm -hmm. a little bit. Because I mean... We were get when we were getting three Marvel movies a year. I did feel like it was kind of a lot, you know. But now at this point, by the time Black Widow comes out, haha, -ha, it'll be almost two years since we got a Marvel movie. Isn't that crazy? Because yeah. mm -hmm. Far From Home was a uh, summer twenty nineteen. Yep. You know. Oh, I forgot to mention that in movies I saw in theaters. But um, I mean, I guess my point. I, I guess my point is, it since they're not recasting them, I mean, they made that decision, we're not going to see T'Challa in movies in a while. 
They could still do anim. They could do shows. They could do animated stuff. You know, they've done animated Black Panther stuff before with a different voice. You know, I really. I mean, it'd be nice if we could get a video game, right? But mm-hmm. that's not going to happen for a while. I mean, how long did it take for us to get a good Spider-Man game from Marvel? Usually, DC's been better at the games than Marvel has. Yeah. Until the Spider-Man game. So, yeah, I mean, it's it, it's sad. And um, I actually recently did an MCU rewatch because I was sick um, a couple weeks ago. And definitely seeing Black Panther now, it hits different for sure. And Endgame and Infinity War and that kind of stuff. Just because, like, you're like, man, it's over. Not over, over. But, like, this is what we got. And um, and I will say shout out to Civil War because uh, he was on Bucky that whole movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just on site. It never gets old. That chase scene is still amazing every time I watch it. Yep. Anyway, all right, I'm I'm done ranting. Uh, Chris, you have any other thoughts? Uh, we got a couple other Disney things that got released. Just just Disney based things in general. Uh, so where to begin there? Let, let's start with animation. Um, so you have, um, they're doing a Zootopia Plus show. They are doing a Moana TV show, a Tiana show focusing on Tiana from Princess and the Frog. Hopefully she's not a frog. <laughs> I think oh. they got so much shit for that. They're gonna, um, she, she'll, I, I think she'll be human in this one. It looks like. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Keenanani Rose is coming back to play Tiana. Uh, you have Baymax, uh, a spinoff from the uh, Big Hero 6 movie. Um, you're going to have uh, Iwaju, if I have no idea if I'm saying that right, uh, which is going to be um, a science fiction series set in Africa. Um, you have Encanto, which is going to take place in Colombia. Uh, with music by Lin-Manuel Miranda, who is also doing music for the live-action Little Mermaid movie, which had released more of its cast. So we knew Halle Bailey was going to be Ariel. We knew Melissa McCarthy was going to be Ursula. And we knew who Prince Eric was going to be, even though I still have no idea who that is. Um, But they said David Diggs, who played Bo's brother in Blackish. Uh, who played Hamilton, not Hamilton, who played Lafayette and Jefferson in Hamilton, uh, is going to be Sebastian. King Triton is Javier Bardem, who's been in a litany of things. Um, Flounder is Jacob Tremblay. No idea who that is. Uh, And Scully is going to be Aquafina. Uh, They're doing a Chippendale hybrid live action movie with John Mulaney and Andy Samberg as Chippendale. Which should be interesting because they're both funny guys. They're cranking it out, man. Yep. Um, then you're getting a um, Lion King prequel. Uh, Jungle Cruise with The Rock and Emily Blunt is still coming out. I, I don't know if that got delayed. I think it got delayed, but I don't know if it was going to come out this year or it was supposed to come out early next year and it got pushed back. Um, you're getting a Pinocchio movie with Tom Hanks as Geppetto, uh, a Peter Pan uh, and Wendy movie with Yara Shahidi from Blackish, who played Zoe in Blackish and Zoe in Grownish as Tinkerbell going to Disney Plus. 
Um, Whoopi, Whoopi Goldberg is coming back to reprise her role in Sister Act 3 with Tyler Perry producing. Whew. Uh, what else? Um, you're getting a uh, Pixar uh, couple movies. You're going to have Lightyear focusing on the actual Buzz Lightyear, not the toy. Starring um, Chris Evans. <laughs> and not Tom or Tim Allen. Well, I was about to say Tom Hanks, not Tim Allen. They probably yeah. well. I'm I'm kind of glad it's not Tim Allen. I mean, there could be a couple reasons for that. But. Yeah, I mean Tim Allen. I mean Tim Allen's a good actor, but he's kind of a manga guy. So I'm like, oh well. And I also think he just doesn't really want to do it anymore. I'm sure. I I he was really just like he's I got think- uh he's got what Last Man Standing. That's only got this. This is the last season for that too. But it's had nine seasons, so it's had a good run. <laughs> yeah, because I know. <laughs> that's like I mean, so that all right. I don't want to go f- too far into it, but that sitcom is considered like a conservative show. And the first time it got canceled, a lot of them are really upset because they feel like they don't have a lot of shows. So, I mean, hey man, it's been on for a while. Good for you guys. So I I watched that show because my mom watched it. She thought it was was funny, and I watched a couple episodes with her. So I think one time, uh, I think it it was late 2018. I think maybe I might have been sick, so I just binged it on Netflix. And it's it's, it's a funny show because Tim Allen's, you know, a funny actor. But as much as it is conservative, like, all his kids, or two of his three kids aren't. And his wife is sort of like a moderate. Yeah. So... Um, I, I think they do, po- they not, not to get too far into it, but they do, um, poke shots and poke funny at both sides of their ridiculous arguments. Um, cause his oldest son-in-law is like a bleeding heart liberal, uh, to the point, to the point where it's ridiculous, but they both sort of like mellowed out, which has been an interesting thing. But yeah, so Tim Allen's out as... Or I shouldn't say he's out, but he's just not a part of this, which it is what it is. We'll see, because I don't think we've had someone voice Buzz Lightyear in something mainstream ever, if I can think of it. Because he did the TV show, and he's done all the movies. Oh, yeah, I remember that show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Buzz Lightyear, Star Command. Yep. I had a, I had a toy, this is off topic, I had a huge Toy Story phase as a kid. I definitely have a Woody and, Bu- and Buzz, um, like, toys at my parents' house. Uh, I think I do, too. It was, uh, I mean, that movie, I was too young, I think, for the first one in theaters, but I saw Toy Story 2 in theaters, and it was definitely, like, it was a phase, for sure. Yeah. Um, but we have a lot of, uh, oh, also, we're getting a Mighty Ducks series it's it's a reboot but it's also a continuation because Emilio Estevez is coming back as Gordon Bombay um a Turner and Hooch series with Josh Peck um a girls high school basketball series with John Stamos um uh, a Beauty and the Beast Gaston focused prequel with Luke Evans and Josh Gad which is okay who asked for that um Percy Jackson and the Olympian series is coming. Um, we're getting a Hocus Pocus sequel. Zach Efron is remaking Three Men and a Baby. I don't know who asked for that either. Um, 
and then you're going to get three sports movies that are based on the lives of Chris Paul, Giannis Antetokounmpo, really can never say his name right, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Keanan Lowe. So there's a lot of content coming from Disney. Uh, just called Game Blouses for Disney. Oh, and Raya and the Last Dragon, which I think we've mentioned on here before, but Raya and the Last Dragon starring Kelly Marie Tran Good and Aquafina. So there are several people uh, that are staying booked in Disney through Disney. Kelly Marie Tran, Aquafina, Lin-Manuel Miranda. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, Disney, they definitely know how to move their actors around and different stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, they know. You know, and it's not like Disney's going to go out of business. Nah, even they, oh, even though they're hurting for money, because <coughs> uh, like we were talking about beforehand, they spent a lot of their cash on hand on the Fox purchase. Um, they had just upgraded their fleet of Disney cruise ships right before the pandemic hit. So you just spent all that money on upgrading those boats and then you can't even use them and probably won't really be able to use them back to full capacity probably until 2024, to be honest. Um, the parks were closed for several months um, and you spent a lot of money just upgrading those. And and kids, don't go to Disneyland right now. It's a panoramic, okay? <laughs> yeah, come on, guys. It's a Panasonic TV. Uh, it's a pan so. pizza outside. It's not delivery, it's DiGiorno. Um, God, we're doing a lot of dad jokes. Is some, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's been a look. It's a lot. I mean, it may be the last podcast of the year, possibly. I'm just blowing off steam. It's been a, it's been a long year for everybody. Yep. Some good things, a lot of bad. Um, Did we want to talk about uh, Super Smash Brothers for a minute? Yeah. Who, who, who just got announced? So, they're adding Sephiroth, the villain from Final Fantasy VII, a.k.a. another anime swordsman, to Super Smash Brothers. But I would argue Sephiroth is pretty much the anime swordsman, at least as far as villains go. So, um... I was just happy it was another Fire Emblem character. I, th- I think they're done with Fire Emblem. <laughs> I hope so. But uh, what I really liked was that so, so Super Smash Brothers they've done these CG uh, these like CGI trailers these really nice looking trailers whenever they announce a new character they're adding to the game and I think this was the best one by far. It's like all the 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 Smash characters are fighting the villain of of, of um Smash Ultimate like Galim whatever Galeem. who cares and oh. then like. You see Galeem, like, split, you know, when, you know, anime characters and they do the slash and someone like, you know, like Frieza, where they, you know, split in half or whatever, like Trunks and Frieza, if anybody gets that reference. And then you see Sephiroth. Yep, just floating there. And I was just like, Sephiroth? They start playing a a song, you know, Sephiroth, that one. It's just One Wing Angel. One Wing Angel, I think, is the name of it people want to listen to it and then um it was cool man he was uh beating the mess out of the roster um he almost murdered mario <laughs> they had a great part where uh yeah so they had a great part where sephiroth it looks like he stabs mario and he just has his sword under mario's overall mario looks terrified and then he um 
Fights Cloud. There are a lot of references to the Final Fantasy VII Advent Children movie, which was a Final Fantasy movie that came out like 15, 16 years ago. Um, and I don't know. I like Final Fantasy VII. I got the remake game earlier this year, so I'm excited that he's in. Um, he, uh, you know, was fighting Cloud in the trailer, and it was cool. Cloud's already in Smash the Smash game, but what was really interesting is that they put him in Smash 4, and people felt like the negotiations with Square Enix, like, there were issues because most characters from other franchises that get added, they'll add, like, a ton of music and things, a ton of music and costumes for the Miis into the game with them. And with Cloud, they literally just had two songs. And I think a chokeable costume for the Mii Fighter. So it, was, so it looks like part of the reason they held back so much is because they were probably negotiating for Sephiroth. So I'm expecting more Final Fantasy stuff to come with the update like they usually do for each DLC character. He's getting And the stage. memes have been great. Yep. The best uh, on-site rivalry in gaming. You know, <laughs> Sephiroth has... Sephiroth hates Cloud so much, he literally followed him into another franchise. Just be like, I left my franchise to get away from this man, and he came back. Oh my gosh. But I mean, yeah, I mean, Sephiroth, he's just iconic. The absurdly, the hair, the absurdly long sword, the one wing. You know. I look um, forward, I look forward to uh, using Kirby and then absorbing Sephiroth. I will say that if you're interested in learning more about Sephiroth at all, obviously Final Fantasy VII Remake came out this year. Um, it's a good way to start. There's also games called Dissidia, which um, they're not the greatest, but they're kind of fighting games with a bunch of different Final Fantasy characters, and Sephiroth is usually there. You could probably honestly find it online for like 10 bucks if you needed something to do. Um... So yeah, I'm excited and curious about who the last three characters are going to be. Um, a lot of people are hoping for Sora, but I just don't think Disney's going to relent because they don't even like to they don't like to put Sora in any non-Kingdom Hearts stuff. Even like the Final Fantasy spin-off games, they will not put Sora in those games, and I think it's just because Disney they just don't want to do anything with them. But that would probably be a character that I want to see um, in Smash if they ever did it. Mm-hmm. Some are hoping for Master Chief or Kratos or Scorpion for Mortal Kombat, but I think he's a little too hardcore. Could you imagine? He doesn't get I over think, here with Mario and kills him. Half of those characters you just named are too hardcore too for Too hardcore, that. yeah. I mean, they tone some down, though, you know? If they, yeah. once, once they put in Bayonetta, I was like, okay, they could do anyone. I mean, yeah, it's just it's gonna be Goku. Goku, nah. Ultra Instinct Goku. That's gonna be his <laughs> smash attack. No, dude, Batman. Come on. <laughs> I mean, well, I it, it could be Master Chief. Well, or it, they could do a Spartan. Because I don't know if you remember Dead or Alive Four. They had a Spartan in there as an unlockable character. Yeah, they um, did. Yeah, and then hitting someone with a plasma grenade and be like, how come they're not dead? Uh, But, uh, you know, we only got eight days until December 21st. 
What is your superpower going to be? Man, I'm probably, I'm probably going to get, so I'm probably going to be like breathing fire or something, you know? Chris, yeah, do, do you want to explain this? Uh, so out of all the COVID conspiracy theories, there was a, was a really good one this past week. Chris, do you want to talk about it? Yeah, so I don't know where this came from, but uh, this this woman started tweeting, um, like, okay, so the, the original tweet was someone said, didn't want to wear masks, didn't want to stay indoors, don't want to get the vaccine, what the hell do y'all want, why is everything in America so unnecessarily difficult? And this one girl replied, girl, because this ain't a real pandemic. People die from the flu, pneumonia, et cetera, every day, every year in larger <coughs> amounts. Some people view it as something other than public health crisis. Plus, our government has a history of being deceitful to its city citizens for ulterior motives. And then someone replied, just wondering what would be the benefit of the government modifying everyone's genetic code. And then this woman decided to say as black people genetically we are stronger and smarter than everyone else we are more creative on december 21st our real dna will be unlocked and majority will be able to do things that we thought were fiction learn who you are as a people they want to make us average and then black twitter exploded with memes of just <laughs> uh people being uh, super strong, having firepowers, being like um, uh, uh, Dr. Manhattan when, with Yaya playing him with throwing a uh, hotep hat on him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to be Static Shock. That would be cool. Or I'll be the Flash, you know, I'll be messing up the timeline. Yeah, I, was, I like Barry's speed. I think... <clears throat> Uh, this meme where it's just like the mannequin pointing at the other mannequin crying. This nigga has to fly around the city because he can't teleport like us. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! You know what though? Instant healing would be cool though. Oh yeah. You could live a super dangerous life. Yeah, but although, like, with you know, like if you, you like broke your leg and you you would have to fix it, like that'd be painful. Yeah, like Deadpool or Wolverine, like, yeah. Yeah, if you give me super healing, just give me the ability to not feel pain either. Um, Man, dude, laser eyes, that wouldn't be very practical. No, not really. Being able to, being able to give uh, commands like Allison and Umbrella Academy, I'd probably be a dictator if I could do that. I heard a rumor. Nah, she heard three rumors all last season. Three. Come on now. She Look, she didn't want to abuse her powers, okay? I don't care. You living in the civil rights movement and black people getting beat up like hotcakes and you're not just going to go to the white police officer and be like, I heard a rumor that you were beating up your friends. Like, help out the struggles. Hump. That, um... Yeah, that that second season had some issues. We're, we don't have to get into it today. Um, I heard a rumor. So do you? Um, yeah, but that one of the great moments from this uh, quarantine era, almost with the. Um, I I feel like it's almost at the level of. The, <laughs> 
I'm only gonna say this once in black and I can say it. The nigger navy. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, this December twenty first is gonna be a, as big, if not bigger, day than uh the the Yahoo tweet nigger navy. Oh my god. That I like okay, so the full transparency, I'm not gonna say where I work. I mean you can probably find if you stalk me, but I run social media accounts for a company and um check for typos, y'all. Like, I've definitely made mistakes, but uh don't mistake the N-word. Lord have mercy. I just don't. read. Read before you schedule. you can schedule tweets ahead of time. Read. It's fun. The Reading one is fundamental. Universal, the one universal mess up that anybody could have is the autocorrect for duck. That happens to everyone. <laughs> but I have never ever made a typo that would have made bigger into the n-word oh my god never why maybe that was that person's last day maybe oh my gosh but um all right y'all we've been on here hour and a half um really don't want to split this up into a two-parter um, so if we don't, I don't know if we're going to do another show for the end of the year, but if we don't, um, have a happy new year. It's been a really tough year for everybody, but, um, we're still here. Thankfully we're still kicking. Um, yeah, I hope, you know, the vaccine's coming out. I really hope we, you know, have that light at the end of the tunnel and start getting out of this thing, um, next year, um, but I will say, Chris, I've appreciated the podcast this year. It's been one of the bright points. I do feel like we've um, branched out and done some things that we haven't with some of our longer oh, stuff, content-wise, and the guests we've had on. And I'm sure there are many more uh, awesome shows to come. So yes, I appreciate you, buddy. Appreciate you too, man. Whew. Um, Chris, did you have anything else before we sign off? Yeah, everybody, you know, have a happy holidays, happy Hanukkah, because I think it's the fourth or fifth day of Hanukkah. Kwanzaa, uh, shout happy out to Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa. Yule, Merry Christmas, uh, happy holidays. Just, you know, uh, if you are able to spend time with your family, whether you live with them or you're able to see them safely, do so. Uh, take care of your mental health. The holidays are generally a rough time, especially now. Um, with, it's so with dark outside. Day. The holiday yeah. cheer is not there. Nah, but you know, do your best to keep your mental health up. Um, go into the new year hoping that it will be better than this year. Um, and take your care of yourselves. This is, you know, it's a battle every day, but you take it one day at a time and you are never alone. For sure. Um, yeah, I mean, everything that Chris said, have a great holiday and, um, we will see you later. Have a good day, everybody. Enjoy. Live long and prosper.